Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week with your business. This week, I want to talk about writing for a new product or a new startup company. Now, a few years ago, I had this wonderful opportunity to write for a new startup software company. They had this really innovative software. It was for the accounting field. And they actually hired me to initially come up with their company name. So I came up with the name of their company, believe it or not. And I also wrote all of their foundational sales copy, their website pages, their initial emails, their press releases, and product descriptions, and brochures, and things of that nature. All the initial foundational marketing communications, they needed to launch this new company and this new innovative software. And it was very rewarding. It was a lot of fun. And I got to be a part of the birth of a, of a new and now very successful company. I could look at it and say I was part of it. And it was, you know, it's really satisfying. But writing for a startup or even for a new product with a existing company comes with a unique set of challenges. Challenges you don't find in the regular copywriting and content writing you may do. If you're writing for a new product for an existing company, then you run up with the, against these challenges. And especially if you're writing for a brand new company, a startup company, then you definitely run into these challenges. But before I get to those challenges, because I don't want to start off too negative, <laughs> let me tell you what's fun about writing for a new product and or a new uh, startup company. First of all, especially with startups, there's a lot of excitement around. Like the marketing director is really excited. The owner is really excited. Everybody's really excited about this new product or this new company that they're launching. And it's frankly a lot of fun to get caught up in these very excited, very passionate people who are trying to create something. It's a it's a, it's a wonderful experience that way. It can be sometimes tiring, <laughs> but it's a, it's a great experience to be part of all this excitement. And also, the company that you're writing for tends to give the project a lot of attention. It's a priority for them. So it's not like you're writing their blog or some other marketing piece where, you know, sometimes they put that on the back burner, whether that's a smart idea or not, and you don't feel like you're doing something that, that's, that, that, that is that important. <laughs> With this type of project, it's their number one priority. It's really important. They're all in. They're, they're working on this all the time, whether it's a new product or a startup company, and you're part of that. So you're part of something that, you're, that your client thinks is, is the most important thing that they're doing at that moment. And also it tends to pay well. These types of projects pay well simply because everybody wants the launch. To go well. They want the new product to be launched well and sell. They want the new company to be launched well and get a lot of attention and get profitable quickly. So when you're a part of that as the writer or copywriter or content writer, um, you know, you're, you're part of helping that go well. So they're willing to pay well. Uh, it's a well-paying type of gig. And finally, there's some glory in it. 
believe it or not. It's writing for a new startup or for a brand new product. It's a little like uh, being an actor originating a character in a Broadway play. And no one else has played that character before. You're the first one to play that character on stage. And all the other actors after you are kind of following and building on what you've done. Because you're the originator of that character. It's kind of like that when you're writing for a startup or a brand new company or a brand new product. Is that you're the first writer to be writing about the product or the startup. You're, you are creating the initial first round of marketing communications. And that's going to influence how that company's talked about and written about and how the copy is written for months and years to come perhaps okay because you're the first one in to write about it you're you're creating all that content all that copy from scratch and that's kind of cool when you think of it so those are that's the plus side but like i said there are some challenges in writing for a startup or writing for a company that's launching a brand new product three challenges in fact the number one challenge is pretty obvious there's a lack of information about the product. It's not like you can go onto a, the existing website and look up the existing product page and get some initial information. No, that doesn't exist. It's a new product. Nothing has been written about it yet. There are no brochures, no emails, no product descriptions, nothing. You have to create that from scratch. So there's no existing copy for you to, uh, to, to look at and build on. Okay, you're the first writer in. So uh, there's, there's a lack of that ready information about the product. That's challenge number one. Challenge number two is that there's often shifting opinions about how the product or the startup company should be described and branded. Obviously, there's uh, often there's a lot of people involved. There's the marketing director, there's the owner, there might be the sales manager, there might be partners, and they're all putting their two cents worth in in determining how the product should be branded, how the product should be talked about, how the product should be described, and you as the writer, you know, it it, it can make it very difficult for you because you you feel like you have to please people that have a very diverse set of opinions about how the product should be written about. I'm going to give you some tips on how to deal with that, but that can really be a challenge. And finally, the third challenge is the general nervousness that your client may have and that the team, the product launch team or the startup team may have. Everybody's nervous. Everybody wants it to go well. Everybody's worried that someone's going to drop the ball. Okay, (laughs) you know, so... It's a little like the, uh, the final game in the Super Bowl. Everybody's a little on edge. And everybody wants everybody to do their job and do things perfectly. So you have to kind of deal with that as, as well. Those are the three challenges. But like I said, these are very re- rewarding types of projects. So let me give you some ideas and strategies for dealing with those three challenges. Challenge number one, lack of information about the product. Nothing has been written about the product yet, or at least not a whole lot of stuff. So there's a lack of information. What do you do? Well, first of all, the first thing you should do is you should ask for the PowerPoint. I guarantee if it's a new startup or if it's a new product, then someone's gonna ha- have, someone would have created a PowerPoint presentation on that product because they need that to 
promote it to investors, to promote the product idea internally at an existing company. Every product or startup has a PowerPoint describing what they do or describing what the product does and its benefits and what's it all about and the target audience. Ask for that PowerPoint. Or better still, if it's possible, actually attend a presentation. If, if your client's going to be doing a presentation soon on their startup or on their product, get in on that presentation. Maybe they'll do the presentation for you privately. That happens to me quite often where a company, a startup, for example, will call me in and they will do their presentation that they do to investors and to potential customers. They'll do the presentation to me. And that will enable me to ask questions and ask about the benefits and, and make sure I'm very clear about what the product does. So that is a very good strategy, is ask for the PowerPoint or get the client to give you the presentation, do the presentation for you. Another strategy in dealing with this lack of information is to ask your client very clear questions about the product or about their company startup. Ask them, how does it work? What are the main features? What are the benefits of those features? What makes that product different than the competition? Who's the target market? What are the advantages of the product? You know, you want to get a very clear understanding of the product, its features and its benefits and its advantages, so you can write about it clearly and persuasively. But you can't do that unless you ask some very specific questions. You can use a questionnaire. You can interview your client. But... Make sure you get a clear understanding. Ask the right questions. Ask them clearly. Another thing you can do is to, and this is something I do with startups and new products that I don't always do with other types of copywriting projects, is I'll send an email that I call the fact check email. It's that after I've absorbed everything I've learned on the PowerPoint and during the, my discussions and interview with the client, I will make a list of all the key facts, the key facts about the product, the features as I understand the features, the benefits of those features, that's important, what I think is features that differentiate the product, just a fact check. And sometimes it's quite a long list. And then I'll send that to the client and I'll actually say, Mr. Client, I just want to do a fact check here. Here's my understanding of the product, its features, and its benefits. Do I understand these things correctly? Are there any mistakes? If so, please feel free to correct them. And often what will happen is the client will get back to me and say, yeah, it sounds like you understand it, except for feature number six doesn't work quite like that. It actually works like this, and the benefit to customers is that. And they'll write in a correction. Well, now I know. Now I'm on very firm ground with my understanding. I know that I'm not going to inadvertently submit coffee that has, you know, factual mistakes about the features and benefits because I would have confirmed it with the client before I started writing. So that's a very important step that I do with new products and working with startup companies. So that's some ideas for dealing with the challenge of having a lack of information about the product or startup. Now let's talk about challenge number two, which is shifting opinions. Like I said, Sometimes with a new product, and especially with a startup, there are many people who, are, who want to put in their two cents worth when it comes to how their company or product should be described and how it should be branded and 
the style of the writing that they want and things of that nature, very difficult to please everyone. So here are some, here's some tips on how to deal with that. First of all, always ask who's on the review committee. Ask your client, who will be reviewing the copy through the first draft, through the revisions? Will it be just you or who else will be reviewing the copy? Always ask that question. You, you want to get a sense of, of who's going to be on the review committee. Well, you know, it's probably going to be the client and maybe the marketing director and the CEO might be, it might be three or four or five different people. You want to find out who's on that review committee so you get a sense of how many people you might have to please. Also, here's a very important question to ask. And please ask this question because this is really important. Will everyone be reviewing the copy at every stage? Or is there someone who's going to be reviewing the copy only at the end? Now, the reason why you want to ask that question is this. Sometimes what happens with a new product launch or even working with a startup is that there might be two or three people on the review committee that's working with you as the copywriter. It could be the marketing director, the sales director, the programmer, and they're working with you on the copy. And then when you think the copy is done and approved and you revise it a couple of times and everybody's happy, only then do they send it upstairs to the CEO who reviews it. And then the CEO looks at it and he has all these changes he wants. He just wants to go in a completely different direction. And what can you say? You can't argue with the CEO. He's the boss or she's the boss. So what you want to do is make sure that there's, that, that doesn't happen. So if they tell you that, yes, we're going to be reviewing the copy until it's final, and then it's going to go for final approval with the CEO or with the VP of marketing, really put your foot down there. It's going to take some bravery on your part and say, sorry, it's, if that, that's not the way that I work, um, that's, good, that's going to create a lot of problems. It's much better if everybody who's going to review the copy, reviews it at each stage. Everybody reviews the first draft and contributes their ideas for revisions. Everybody reviews the first round of revisions, and then everybody helps finalize the copy. And then it's done, done, done when it's final. And just insist on that process and let them know that you have experience uh, you know, working with other companies and it can really go wrong. If they have one person on the review committee who only reviews the copy at the very end of the process. Another tip is to go over the style and the approach that you want to take with the copy with your client in advance before you start writing. You might want to ask your client to show you competitor sales copy. And just ask your client, you know, you've looked at sales copy from other companies, from competitors. Tell me, show me which ones you like and which ones you don't like. And of the ones that you like, what do you like about that copy? This is a little like an interior designer showing a client swatches and recommending two or three different patterns and saying, which pattern do you like, Mr. Client? I mean, you're working with the client to find the style and approach to the copy that they like. So you don't go completely off course with the style and tone of the copy when you're writing it, only to find out later on that that's not the style that they really wanted. So you don't want to run into that situation. So that can help quite a bit too. And the final tip with dealing with shifting opinions is I always send an initial page of copy for review, just to make sure that I'm on track, 
that they know the kind of copy I'm going to be submitting and that they can give me initial feedback right away. So if you're writing the entire website, for example, for a startup, you don't want to write the entire website only to find out that they don't like the copy or your approach is not what they were looking for. You don't want to do that. You write one page, you send it to them for review, get some feedback, you get a, they get a sense of, of, of your writing, you get a sense of what they're looking for, and then you can write the, re- the rest of the website with a lot more confidence. Okay, and they'll have a lot more confidence in you as well. So that helps with this problem of shifting opinions. Now, the final challenge is the general nervousness that everybody seems to have when it comes to a new product or a startup. Believe me, you're, you're going to feel it. <laughs> okay, um, I had a uh, client of a startup company one time call me on a Sunday to just to confirm that I was going to be sending the draft of the copy on Monday as promised. I had promised to send the copy at, on Monday at noon, and I always keep my deadlines, and yet they called me on Sunday. Could you just send me a quick text or email, Steve, and just confirm absolutely so I'm 100% sure that the copy will be submitted? I mean, I mean uh, he was so nervous. Um, and, you know, it's understandable. Um, you know, uh, when a company is launching a new product or if it's a startup, there's a lot at stake for a lot of people. So it's, it's normal for them to be nervous. Now, how do you handle that? Well, one thing you do is you give them every reason to believe that the project, the copywriting project, is in good hands with you. You meet deadlines. You make good recommendations. You're responsive. You always get back to them. You return every email promptly. You return every phone call promptly. You don't miss meetings and teleconferences. Uh, You're never late with your copy. You give good ideas and suggestions. You give them every reason to believe that the project is in good hands, which is something you should be doing with every client, but really buckle down and do it even more <laughs> with a startup and, or a, uh, a client that's launching a new product. That'll give them a lot more confidence in you. And, and you know, it, they're still going to be nervous, <laughs> but they're going to be, uh, you're going to feel less of that nervousness uh, with clients when you're working with them. So those are the three challenges, and those are some ideas for dealing with the challenges of working with a startup or working on a new product launch with an existing company. Like I said, very rewarding types of projects, pays very well. There are some challenges, but if you deal with those challenges, ah, you'll have a great time. So that's this week's B2B Writing Success Podcast. I hope you found it helpful. And if you have any topic suggestions, be sure to send me an email. You can send it to me at steve at steveslomwhite.com. I would love to hear from you. And you can listen to past episodes of this podcast on iTunes, which you can, where you can subscribe, by the way, or at www.b2bwritingsuccess.com. You'll find past episodes and a lot of other great information on that site to help with your B2B writing or copywriting or content writing business. So I'm Steve Slomwhite. Have a great week, and I will be chatting with you next week. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slomwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.